Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, good Friday morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And today on this show, we're, we're going to talk mostly about college football. So if you're here for the baseball picks, you may want to fast forward to the final three minutes when we get to baseball. But uh, what a night last night was. The NFL schedule makers definitely got it right to start the season Three of the four games in prime time have been must-see TV. Last night, Washington and the Giants went back and forth. Not good for our over, but uh, unfortunately, we got another loss in the NFL. But college football delivered last night. Uh, Thank you, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, 49-14, easy cover over Ohio. And for those of you that played the under, uh, you will not be happy with Billy Napier getting that touchdown on the final minute of the game. A little unusual that he scored there and didn't take a knee. But, uh, yeah, if you had the over, you really liked that one. But we got the win in college football. Uh, we advance our college football record down to 24-19-2, 55.8% winning percentage year to date. Um, let's lead off with our early release plays. We're just going to recap uh, what we dropped on the Monday podcast. For those of you that want a little more detail on the plays, Once again, go back to a Monday podcast where we give the college football early release plays. Our five games we released on Monday, Central Florida, minus seven against Louisville. The line is now six and a half with most books. 68% of the public is liking Louisville right now. Doesn't phase me. That's just a a stat I want to give you from Vegas Insider. Uh, Next up, the Miami Hurricanes, minus six and a half against Michigan State. The line has actually dropped to six with most books. 67% of the public on Michigan State, and everything I seem to be reading online, I see Michigan State everywhere. I like that. I'm I'm sticking with the Canes and uh, not worried about what general public is doing on that play. Uh, Next up, we're going Notre Dame and South Bend over Purdue. Purdue can't even get their drum into the building, so how are they going to win a football game? Uh, We're going to play Notre Dame minus the seven against Purdue. The line is seven and a half with most books. Uh, We kind of talked about the trends there with Notre Dame when they are a seven point or less favorite or a dog at home under Brian Kelly. He's been money in the bank and this situation sets up, I believe, for Notre Dame. No look ahead to Wisconsin. They're going to focus on Purdue after struggling the last two weeks. And I think they'll take care of business against the Boilermakers. Uh, Next up, Troy, minus 10 against Southern Miss. Uh, The line is still 10 with most books, so we feel good about that. And then Utah, we locked in on Monday at minus seven. Got good value here. I see the line right now is nine with most books. So uh, we got two points of value playing the Utes early at the minus seven. Now, we did give you our Friday over-under play. So two games in college football tonight uh, that are big-time games anyway. Uh, We had the Central Florida play, and then we also gave you the Illinois-Maryland under 61. Uh, we know Tagliavoa can score some points, and Maryland has a fairly good offense. But this is going to be a good electric atmosphere tonight, I believe, in Champaign uh, with the Illinois fans, a little rowdy on a Friday night. They're the marquee game on TV, and uh, I think they play this game tight, and that means they're going to have to play some good defense to do so, and that's going to lead to the under. So we're going to play Illinois and Maryland under the 61. 
Let's get to the rest of the college football card. We're going to give you seven additional games for Saturday. Uh, We're going to lead off with West Virginia, minus two and a half against Virginia Tech and the Hokies. Uh, The Hokies are 2-0 straight up and 2-0 against the spread year to date. Uh, They had that marquee win over Mack Brown in North Carolina on opening night, and then they got to eked out the cover last week against Middle Tennessee State. Meanwhile, West Virginia, 1-1 straight up and against the spread. Uh, They lost 30-24 to to Maryland, and then they crushed somebody called Long Island T or something like that. Uh, A no-name school. We're not really counting that one, but uh, they didn't play the football game anyway. But the angle on this game that I like is we like to play on-ranked home favorites versus ranked opponents, okay? Uh, These are the sports center type upsets that really aren't upsets. Uh, At least the people in the desert know they're not upsets. And, yeah, West Virginia is an on-ranked home favorite against a ranked opponent. So we're going to lay the two and a half and uh, hope the Mountaineers cash against the Hokies. Uh, Next up, we have Nebraska at Oklahoma. The line is 22 and a half. Uh, Well, after the Illinois game, I told Scott Frost and his staff that uh, they better list the house for sale. Randy Etzel's now gone at at UConn. Clay Helton's now gone at USC. Uh, Scott Frost could be next up. It kind of has me speculating, what is the number from an embarrassment factor for the Nebraska boosters and the Nebraska administration to pull the plug on Scott Frost come Monday? If this game finishes at a 40 to 50 point route for the Sooners, Nebraska's old time rival from the old Big Eight, I wonder if that would be enough. But we don't need to speculate too long because I actually think Nebraska keeps it competitive, so we won't find out this week. So we're going to play the Huskers plus the 22-and-a-half at Oklahoma. Then we're going to go to Boulder, Colorado. Marquee matchup between a couple Power 5 schools, the Colorado Buffaloes, who played uh, Texas A&M to the finish line last week, and the Minnesota Golden Gophers, who played Ohio State tough in the opener. P.J. Fleck, of course, his name's already circulating potentially for the USC job. Uh, he's always going to be a hot commodity. The Buffs year-to-date, one-and-one, beat Northern Colorado, and then, we, like we said, lost AM 10-7 last week. Minnesota, meanwhile, one-and-one, one-and-one against the spread, lost by 14 at home to Ohio State, and then got backdoored by Miami of Ohio. They had a comfortable lead early in that game. Miami of Ohio made it interesting in the fourth quarter, uh, but the Golden Gophers hung on to win by five. My angle on this game is uh, Minnesota has no Mo at running back. Uh, he's one of the best running backs in the country. The defense is definitely questionable, and this is their first road game. So that spells trouble for the Golden Gophers. So we're going to play the Buffaloes minus the two and a half against Minnesota. Then we go out to Washington, where Washington State is hosting USC. The Trojans are now only favored by eight. Well, we were going to play this game on Monday, and they decided to fire their coach. And now we're still going to play the game. We're going to play USC minus the eight. Washington State, one and one straight up. They lost by three to Utah State, beat Portland State by 20. But I expect USC to come out in this football game inspired. Maybe, you know, there's a sense of relief that, hey, Clay Helton was hanging in the balance. They, They get that off their mind because he's gone now, but they still loved him. So they're going to play hard for him. They're going to play hard for the new coaching staff. And knowing that they have most of their season still in front of them, I think they rally around this. And they win this game by about three touchdowns. So I'll lay the Trojans, uh, lay eight with the Trojans at Washington State this week. Uh, then in a very fun game, I expect, this is the total I expect to go to the moon. 
Uh, SMU taking out of Louisiana Tech and the, the spread or the uh, line is over 66 and a half on the total. Sonny Dykes comes back to La Tech. Meanwhile, Skip Holtz, he's going to have that team ready. Uh, La Tech has given up 35 to Mississippi State, 42 to some school called Southeast Louisiana. Not even sure who that is. Uh, SMU has had both games go under the total while scoring 56 and 35 so far this year. So, oh yeah, buckle up. I think this one might hit 100 uh, between the Mustangs of SMU and Louisiana Tech. So we're going to play that one over the 66 total. Next up, we go to Lawrence, Kansas, where the Baylor Bears come to town, and it's an 18 and a half point line. And my question to you is, what has Baylor done to earn this type of respect? They were two and seven last year. They beat Texas State to start the year 29 to 20 and then beat Texas Southern, which isn't saying much. They did pound them. Don't get me wrong, 66-7. But that's still not enough for me to justify a spread of 18 and a half. I'm on record saying I like this Kansas coaching staff, the new regime that's in town. I thought they played Coastal Carolina tough last week, at least for part of that game. And Coastal Carolina is way better than Baylor. Uh, so I think this game's going to be tight in the fourth quarter. And dare I say, we might have a live dog at 18 and a half in Kansas. Uh, that's how much I like Kansas this week. So we're going to play the Jayhawks plus the 18 and a half at home against the Baylor Bears. Then we go out to the West Coast. I always need a late night game to keep the juices going. And uh, Arizona State's coming into BYU. Arizona State 2-0 straight up. 0-2 against the spread. They beat Southern Utah by 27, beat UNLV by 27, BYU 2-0 straight up, 1-1 against the spread. They beat Arizona by 8, and then they won the Holy War finally by 9. Guys, I, yeah, I understand. This is a spot where it says letdown, but I don't see it. I, I think BYU's too disciplined. Uh, they've already beat two Pac-10 teams. I think they get the hat trick in this one. I think they win the game outright. I'll take the three and a half just in case. But BYU, I think, is probably the better football team here. Uh, so we're going to play BYU plus the three and a half over Arizona State. So let's recap those seven additional plays for Saturday. Uh, we are going to play West Virginia minus the two and a half against Va Tech. Nebraska plus the 27 and a half against Oklahoma. Colorado minus the two and a half against Minnesota. USC minus the eight over Washington State. We're going to play the SMU Louisiana Tech over 66 total. We're going to play Kansas plus 18 and a half against Baylor. And we're going to play the BYU Cougars plus three and a half over Arizona State. Now, let's go to baseball where we finally figured out how to win a parlay. Just have one team get rained out and then we hit it. We would have done that the entire time. We've had one leg hit almost every game. Every parlay. So we finally got a parlay home. So congrats on that. But tonight we're going to lead off with the, the game that really numbers don't matter. Seattle has gone 12 straight overs. Tonight they go for number 13. We're not going to question the metrics in this game. We're just going to bet it blindly. Seattle and Kansas City over the nine tonight is your leadoff baseball play. And I feel really good about it. Uh, so go Mariners. Let's make it 13 in a row. Then we go Oakland and the L.A. Angels over eight. Owatani not starting for the Angels, so they're going to have an opener tonight. Uh, meanwhile, Irvin's pitching for uh, Oakland. He's had three subpar outings uh, before his prior or bad or solid performance, I guess, against Texas. Uh, but as I've gone on record, I watched the entire game, back-to-back -back games of Oakland and Kansas City. I don't trust any Oakland pitcher right now. So if you give me an Oakland over, I'm going to play it, and I'm going to play it especially at eight. 
Uh, so Oakland and LA over the eight is game number two. And then we're going to give you an upset special Major League Baseball. Believe it or not, the Twins and the Blue Jays have yet to play this year, and they're going to play for the first time tonight. Uh, the Twins are going to have big Mike Padina on the line on the mound. Uh, since coming back from injury, he's pitched eight innings, only given up one earned run. Meanwhile, Ryu is pitching for the Jays. He's allowed seven runs in three of his last seven starts, including the last time out against Baltimore. He gave up seven runs over two and a third innings. So Minnesota had a very juicy plus 180. We got to play it at that number. Uh, so the Twins are your third baseball play of the day. So there you go. There's your baseball card. Seattle, Kansas City over the nine. Oakland, L.A. over the eight. And the Minnesota Twins on the plus side, plus 180. What a day it's going to be. We have baseball, college football, and then, of course, uh, yeah, we're right around the corner from the National Football League. We'll drop our NFL picks on Saturday. Hopefully we do a little better this time, but uh, very happy about this college football card. So we wish everyone the best. As always, hey, be responsible with the bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.